Hi guys. Hello everyone. Welcome back. Um we're recording on a Monday. This is Monday, right? Monday evening. Um on the day after very very sad news for everyone, literally. I know. I know. But man, Mm. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you just know of. Like, they actually go beyond basketball. Yeah. So, um, when you know about someone so talented, mm-hmm. so loved, mm. like, I think they have a discussion every single week on the day he is going to be Kobe or whatever. Yeah. And, like, every single week they have the exact same Yes, thing. every single week. But I can just imagine the amount of basketball fans that have yeah. that conversation. Yep. And like someone so loved, so young, mm-hmm. just gone. Mm-hmm. And I think I probably said this on the podcast before that I don't really know <coughs> how to deal or I don't really understand death. Because it's like you 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 can't talk to them anymore. Mm. It's just really painful. It's really sad. I literally out of nowhere, obviously. And I think those are the hardest ones to have to like come to terms with. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why do we always have to start the year like this? Like why can we I know like keep thinking about as well for me is like you know when you're coming into New Year and you're like praying, like God see me into New Year, see me into New Year. It's like you just touched base. Like you actually just entered twenty twenty. This is it. Okay, cool. Crossover. For it to just be gone like that. And I think that's the worst part. I'm just like, it's only January. 
Like, that is not the news that you needed to hear. Um, but what is so incredible about the kind of life that he lived and the kind of legacy, legacy that you leave behind is that it felt like the whole, like, it literally felt like every single person in the world was mourning. Genuinely. Like, even people that you wouldn't even think would know his name are like, no, they know. Like, that's crazy when you reach that level of, like, you've left such a big impact on people. And it's such a shame because you think, oh, man, for only 41, had just retired. I was just at the beginning of starting that, like, second. Like, you've worked so hard for something. Now you want to pass it on to people. Now you want to share your wisdom, you know, open things, use your money for good, things like that. Really now start to make some good use of all this money or this hard work and success that you've worked so hard for for it to just be gone like that and man it's just it's just tragic but it's so incredible to see that like even with such a unexpected like passing his life had so much meaning like so much meaning and that for me is what's inspiring i'm like in this world you don't know when your time is you don't know when it is your time to go but you need to make do and make use of the little time or whatever time you have here and leave a lasting impact even a, a young girl as she's only 13 Yeah. I remember when Nipsey Hussle died. I'm like, I don't think I was this emotional with Nipsey, and maybe that's because I didn't feel like I had a connection. Mm. I don't know. And um, I don't know. I was sad. I was really sad mm. in London, but I didn't feel as emotional. And I don't know why. I didn't. It's because we didn't know Nipsey for as long as we like. Think about I've it. Like. Always We've known of we've known of the Lakers first of all, yeah, and your your dads or whoever would probably have mentioned Kobe Bryant to yeah. you. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, like, and I remember thinking about like Nipsey Hussle, like, and the same thing with Mac Miller. Just thinking like, in a week, is he gonna be gone? Mm. Like, we're all mourning now. Mm-hmm. We're all sad, but like. Give us one week. I know yeah. certain people will not. Obviously, like his family mm. and stuff. God knows how long it's going to take them. But the world. The world is going to move on in like a week. Yeah. And I'm just struggling to like grasp that mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. Because even though I didn't know him, <clears throat> I didn't know him, I don't know his family. I feel like I can't, like I shouldn't be allowed to move on. I just don't mm. fair. Because it's not it's mm-hmm. not fair mm-hmm. and I mean I'm not on social media I have to be sign out to be on Instagram because I really couldn't do it mm. but um, before I signed out of Instagram this morning um, people because obviously it was the same day as the Grammys so people posted their Kobe tribute and then went back to put some vibes mm. and I was just like how how are you supposed to move yeah. so quickly? Like, you're just supposed to, like, oh my God, rest in peace. I can't believe this. Oh my God, this is so sad. 
anyway, this is addressing more to the guy as to the woman. I'm sorry. And I'm not knocking anyone for doing Mm-mm. it. Like, I, the grammy was, is also important for, like, yeah. you know, people that went to the Grammys and, like, won awards and, of course. Mm-hmm. But it, it was just really hard for me to, like, see that because I'm just like, so we're all just going to move on. Swiftly. Yeah. And his wife is just going to be left with a hole in her heart forever. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. It's horrible. But anyway, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant and Gianna and the six other people or seven other people that were on that helicopter. Yes. Literally, rest in peace, all of you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Genuinely, and honestly, like in this life, make the most of genuinely, make the most of whatever time, whatever it is, every day. Just make the most of it. Don't live a life full of regrets. Genuinely, I think that's just the biggest lesson. Like he was and will forever be an inspiration yeah. and use he's that left, yeah exactly and will continue exactly and has probably helped so many young kids out there yeah. who you know were just looking for someone for a source of inspiration like you don't know how many people's lives you touched so genuinely like guys take what you can from from this It's tough. Just like, okay, just like, okay, let me do it. Yeah. Or like, do something. It's tough. It's really tough. But man, that's just it. You know, when when Baba upstairs says... Hello. Um, I'm paraphrasing because I didn't read mm-hmm. exactly what the tweet said, but it was like, a, um, well, it was two tweets. One of them was like, even though this really sad thing has happened, she takes comfort in knowing that Gianna was with and her and mother, yeah. who she thinks was like her best friend and like mm-hmm. was like role model. So she was like just knowing that she was around him. And, mm-hmm. and then I saw another tweet that was like, you know, God puts us on this earth for a purpose. Yeah. And for a reason, and when he feels like, you know, we've accomplished yeah. what he put us on this earth for, then he wants to pull us home. And obviously, if you believe in God and if you, if you're a Christian, then um, you can take solace in yeah. knowing that we might never know the reason why, you know, Gianna was taken. And I guess if you really know her, you she might have, and even for people that didn't know her, even for for little girls. 
I don't even think you can we can understand why you know you know when God wants to take you I don't think he like no no yeah I don't feel exact like, like I understand like I don't think we can understand like why the why I don't think we'll ever be able yeah I just feel like you just gotta if you like believe that the God that you serve No, exactly. You never, you will never understand why. Yeah. It's there's no logical reason. Yeah. Your brain is not going to be able to. Exactly. Cannot fathom it. No, you can't. Like if you, if the the God that we serve, you you can't understand his ways. Exactly. So. So you just got to. Yeah. 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 Sad. Sad times. Okay, guys. Okay. Now on to. Like I know. Like it's so. Yeah, it's weird, but like I said, sometimes you don't you don't process things properly until later. I feel like I'm still in my own processing phase. I just like it would just pop into my mind, and I don't even know the guy, but. Work, I want to like leave my desk. I want to go to my desk. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> it's actually too much, but you know what? So is the rest of the world. It's too much. It is too much. So, what's been going on? Is this our first episode in the new year? Wow, last time we recorded was just before Christmas. Was it after Christmas? I don't know. The biddies. We need to be heard. That's amazing. Consistency with the inconsistency. That's what you receive. That's what you guys will receive by following us. That's it. Honestly. So much has happened. Yeah, there's so much going on. The Grammys were yesterday. I couldn't really focus on the Grammys because obviously, you know, mm. what happened. And, um, you know, shout out to like Billie Eilish, who won all the big awards Best mm. New Artist, Best Album, mm. no, Best New Artist, Album of the Year, Pops, no, Record of the Year, Song of the Year. Do you know, I just feel like when things like that happen, there is just a crazy amount of pressure on you. Yes. Like your first thing. Winning 
so many awards and not, granted i'm sure she's a very talented girl but damn i will feel pressure, pressure. Because she's so young. Everyone's going to be watching, like, what's her next? What's next? And everybody is ready to criticize. That's it. Yeah. Because you're you're it. You're that thing. You're that bitch. Right now. Take that success and do great. Yeah. Yeah. Or you take that success and you just dwindle. Yeah. So it's like. It's going to be interesting. Not that I really pay attention to her, but like genuinely, I just know that everybody is literally watching for her next move. Because you really just came out like last year or two years ago. Did her bad guy come out three, four years ago? I think um, the first song that. I'm crying when the cramps hit. I'm crying. Oh, hey, yeah. The first song, Ocean Eyes. Never heard of it. I don't think you've heard of it. No. Um, Ocean, Ocean Eyes came out like maybe 2017. Oh, really? Well, we're in 2022. Yeah. Because that's when my sister was like listening to it. Mm. I think it was 2017. And I, was, I remember thinking, like, who is this, this white girl yeah. I was listening to? And all her videos, she was like playing with spiders. Yeah. And like she. Eats eyes will go black and yeah it's kind of demonic but you know whatever um but yeah you know shout out to Billie eilish you know congratulations to you for you know winning the awards yeah how about it how about it between her and her brother they won 10 who's her brother phineas who that her brother (laughs) what does he do he produces all her songs Oh really? I think, I think they write and produce all their songs. That is so sweet. It's really cute. And that that song, that new single that I was telling you that mm-hmm. she released, that I don't know it's called, um, was dedicated to him. That is so sweet. But I also think he's his own artist, and like oh really? He, he does his own thing. People as well. Mm. So I think all the things that he was nominated for outside of her, I think he won. Wow. Wow. Um, Look at that tour. <sighs> Man, you guys. You guys, I can't even enjoy this one. Right? I'll come back next week and come and celebrate properly because I can't even enjoy this one at all. Yeah. It's just like my brain is not here. I'm, but I'm genuinely. You guys know how I feel. Yeah. I'm already booking my tickets to go and see him again this year. Glenn Coco. But shout out to Tyler because it has been like exactly. 10 plus years in the making. Do you know what I really loved though? What? I loved in his post, you know how when you win an award, you go to make the media room and yeah. the media ask you questions. And he, I'm paraphrasing again because I don't know. Yeah. But he was basically saying he hates urban, the word urban. It's gross. And he said he feels like, he said he feels like when white people I get again I'm gonna paraphrase yeah this is what I said to yeah when white people don't feel like your music fits into R and B yeah fits into rap yeah put it as urban. urban yeah and he was like that's kind of unfair considering one you don't do that for white people yeah but two he was like I don't feel like he said that them putting his album in the best rap album so they put his album in the best well 
see this, this is the thing we don't understand it has, it has to be submitted but i think because i can't imagine him putting his album in best rap but the point is i guess the point that he's trying to make is that there is no other category for his album to grow into yeah because it's not pop and urban is gross because he's like it's not an urban contemporary yeah album. yeah so the the the, e- the easiest place for it to grow into is rap is rap but it's just not so rap you'd be submitted for best rap album, mm-hmm. but he was like you know having to put it in best rap album it's like a slap in the face yeah it wasn't a rap album yeah but if you put it in best pop album yeah there's a high chance that you won't even be nominated no exactly so like with these kind of thing and it's the same with the oscars this is what we're saying about lionheart is that the reason why lionheart and put themselves forward for best international feature film yeah was because that's their greatest shot yeah winning and it's the only place that they could have submitted themselves yeah they can't they can go for best picture but they're not going to they, they won't be shortlisted yeah so i think with, with, with these things i do feel like tyler would have been shortlisted for best for album of the year sure and i that's another thing actually i i would not imagine that he wouldn't have put his album for album of the year like what you want yeah but at the same time like it's a money-making scheme (laughs) and the head of the recording academy came out recently did you did you see that nope basically came out saying everything that we already knew about the grammys that how um like nominations are based on like relationships based you know like the relationships that people on the grammy board have with like head of yeah labels yeah things like that and i'm like yeah we all kind of knew that so why did she say it she said it because they put her on leave so the board put her on leave Mm -hmm. the reason why the board put her on leave was because she was about to tell all about what was going on. Oh no. So she had a, she had received some sexual harassment. The person who was um the head of the recording academy before her had sexually abused someone and that's why he was asked to leave or something. And she was basically she sent an email to the head of HR saying, This is what I've seen that's going on in this company. I'm gonna take it to the board if you guys don't do anything about it. And I think as she sent it to the head of HR because I read the email. Yeah. I read the entire lawsuit. You can tell I'm not busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think someone then CC'd the board. The board was like, yeah, what we're not going to do is have you, you know, basically become a whistleblower. Um, so she came out the head anyway. And she was like, you know, that we have, like, nominations, like, a list of, like, you know, mm-hmm. 1 to 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually then you vote. Who but does each... Who carries... There's a, there's uh, a, there's a waiting. No, there's a, there's a board. Okay. And they all carry equal waiting. Yeah. But then you will find that there are certain, so like. Relationships yeah. and so politics. You that, okay, um, we have a short list of 50 people. Yeah. Right? We have people, 50 people submitted themselves. For yeah. Best rap song. Yeah. Right? Then you have a short list of 20. But it's usually. It's usually in order. Mm. So it's usually like the top five that would then be the nominations. Mm. Based on those votes, you know which one is going to win. Mm-hmm. But then you will now see some song that was like number 18 be in the top five mm. when, when they're now reading out the nominations. Mm. And she's like, how does that add up? Mm. 
it's based on based on what? Yeah. It's based on money. So yeah, that's it. So is it that there's there's an incentive to want to get your artists up there. Of course. Yeah. You know? So and it's 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 nothing that we didn't already know, but it's nice to have it confirmed. And Joe and the team are always saying, you know, like you shouldn't put, you know, um, too much stock in like getting a Grammy. And I, I I can agree when they say that, but I just feel like you also can't. Like it's not fair to say that, because as a musician, you feel like the highest accolade you can achieve is a Grammy. Is a Grammy, you know, which is crazy. Your fans are there. And it's yeah, like, it's crazy. It's just like an actor or an actress. Yeah. They feel like the highest yeah. achievement that they can get. But I feel like it's even stuff. different for an act- actor, actor, actor and actress. But for a musician, I'm like, you literally sell out stadiums, yeah, but I guess venues. It's about being recognized by your peers. Yeah, but is it is it really your peers? It's a board of, of people who are just voting. A board of your peers. It is people... People that are in, you get invited to join the recording academy. Yeah. So like, there is a board that is obviously not full of musicians. Yeah. But then the people that are voting are your peers. Like Tracy Braxton, she's an, she's she's a voter. You get invited to join. So oh, I'm really? sure that there are many celebrities that we don't know about. Who are there? That are there. I don't see it as a big deal, but obviously I'm not an artist. Not For an artist, it's a big deal. It's and like. Yeah, awards. you want to hold that that stupid thing. Yeah. It just means like, oh yeah, I've been verified, like whatever. But genuinely, I'm like, nah. Like you can't take away from what someone like Drake has done. You know what I mean? Like you can't take away from who take away from who he is and who and the kind of impact he's had on this world because you you don't want to give him an, a grammy for uh, for album of the year or like even in acting like you can't take away what someone like you know leonardo dicaprio has done you know this guy didn't get a, a, an oscar for god knows how many years but you can't take it away from him because someone like that has made an impact so the thing that was just like oh we just need a night to get together and, and it's cute and to be honest i don't watch it like i feel like it's very easy for you to say that I'm not an artist, but I honestly just don't get it. Like, I'm just like, I don't see it as a big deal. Like, I'm just like, okay, cool. And I think it's just because so, for the past few years, the whole thing has just been, like, extremely watered down. And I don't know, maybe it's just because, like, pop is such a big thing now and I'm just not interested in pop. And it's just like, I can't enjoy the Grammys because, I don't know, my favorite artists aren't being nominated for things and I don't care enough. But I'm just like... I understand. Obviously, someone like Tyler, like it's a big deal for him. It's something that he wanted. He's always. It's probably something that's on your list as an upcoming artist. But I'm just saying that. Genuinely, I wish we could just water down the whole Grammy thing because it's actually like who cares? Like selling out a stadium is so much cooler who to me. Cares, but the artist cares. Like, yeah. As I, say. I, I thought it was very funny that when Drake won the Grammy was when he was like, none of this matters. What matters is that you're selling out tour and you're coming to see. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's really nice with the Grammy in your hand. Yeah. So like, of course, it's easy for you to say then that none of this matters, but you've got your Grammy. Yeah, it is. So like, it's very easy for people who already have it to say. Yeah, but I do think it's actually becoming less of a big deal. But yeah, it's becoming 
sex is a big deal, but it's still important to certain people. Yeah, like Lizzo. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I, yeah, but I feel like it's important to Lizzo because I think she really didn't think she was gonna have a music career. Yeah, so probably. I think for her, it's less about the Grammy and more about the. Wow, I've just blown this. up. Yeah, major finesse. <laughs> Major I'm finesse. Not away from her talent. She can play no, of course not. A lot of this thing what is, is that that she can play? Is the flute. The flute is the flute. Sure? It's the flute. What does the flute look like again? Does it not it's look like silver it and it's long and it's like da, 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 da. Mm, it's <laughs> the harmonica is short and yeah. small. <laughs> no. She can play the flute really well, you know, but her music doesn't appeal to me. But the whole music industry is a luck. It's a luck game for most people. Yeah. Do you understand? But she really did finesse it. Yeah. Um, Anderson Park won Best R&B Album, which boy took me by surprise. Who else was on that list? Give me one second. Because that was an amazing album. But I don't know who else was on that list. Best R&B Album. So, LMA, LMA, Paul, PJ Morton. Yeah. And one, one, two, three by DJ Discarded and Ventura. I just don't feel like it was an R&B album, personally. Ventura is the second one. Yeah. You didn't think it was an R&B album? Compared to the others, no, I didn't feel like it deserved to win best R&B album compared to the others. Personally. But I feel like mm. I didn't particularly like it. Ventura? Like, I thought it was okay. It didn't have any replay value. I thought it was the first one that you didn't like. No. Like anyway, I'm an Anderson Park fan, so I can't, I can't talk. Oxnard. You, wait. It was Oxnard that you preferred. Yeah. I know. What? I just, it just, Ventura has no replay value for me. Like. That's so, anyway, that's maybe, just different. I, maybe occasionally if the um, song with Smokey Robinson was yeah. it again. Do you wanna get together? If that comes on, like, my chopper, I'm like, oh, sure, let's listen to this. Yeah. Or the song with Brandy, how does that go again? Uh, you know, if it comes in my shop, I'm like, da, sure. Da, da, but it didn't da, da, really have any replay value for me. So when I was like, best R&B album, yeah. I personally was expecting Lucky Day to win that. I thought if Lucky Day mm, was winning, I would give it to like... PJ Morton. Or BJ Why not Ella? Because they gave Ella some awards last year. Oh, so yeah, true. Was it for the same album? She got some of the year. Oh, Wow. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Although, personally, Oxnard, I'm an Anderson Park fan, so I love anything he puts out, but Ventura, I personally have listened to the album too many times. Like, fully obsessed with the album. So, I feel like it 100% is up there. I feel like you need to go back and listen to Ventura again. Because I'm surprised you, you think that Oxnard is better than Ventura. I think you should go back and listen to Ventura. You'll change your mind. Trust me. Will I go back no, genuinely. Like, actually, thought experiment. Genuinely, you'll change your mind. You'll change your mind. Okay. I think you probably haven't listened to both that much. Okay. <laughs> I did Oxnard did have some bangers, but shout out to Anderson. Um, best Anderson was PJ Martin and JoJo. Yes, and JoJo. Yeah, I was really happy for JoJo. So she gets writing credits on that? Mm-hmm. Nice. And Roddy Rich. Yeah, yeah. As did um, what was the other one that he won? Um, Higher, the song with DJ Khaled. Best rap song. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. There was another one, wasn't there? J. Cole and 21 Savage a lot. Oh, yeah. Rap performance or something. So they must have won Best Rap Song. And then I think... Yeah, so Best Rap Slash Song Performance was higher. Yeah. So I'm really rap. surprised a lot won. But it's a great song. I'm just shook that that won. I'm not. Who do you think was going to win? Who else was on that list? Bad Idea, Why Being Included. Yeah. Great song. Racks in the middle, I thought well, that would win. The baby. They were not gonna give Racks in the middle two awards. True. They weren't gonna give Roddy Rich two two Grammys. You have to think about this. Like. <laughs> They're gonna give yo if they snub Roddy Rich next year. Ha! Oh my gosh! It's gonna um, be a problem. There was one more. I said J Cole. That was his first yeah, Grammy, apparently. Twenty One Savage also his first Grammy. Also, although that album is quite old and the song is quite old it came out December 2018 it was still in the cut period okay still in the, the cut period is it was still in the period that so I think it was it's October 2018 you... to September 2019 okay fine or November 2018 okay fine that's fine Lizzo won best of contemporary which she didn't deserve. So nope. She also won an R&B award. She won Best Traditional R&B Performance and, again, didn't deserve that. Don't know the song either. Best Urban Contemporary, where there was Steve Lacey, Lizzo, Georgia, and whatever her name is, Nail. Now, it's Nail. Who is pregnant? Congratulations. Pregnant, and Jesse Reyes. Yeah, that, girl's, that girl <laughs> has <laughs> issues. Every time... Every time I hear a song from her, I just talk about, I remember how you said she has, what did you say? She has trauma. No, she actually has issues. And I know that personally. The girl has issues. Every time I hear her name, I'm just like, oh. You're just like reminded by seeing someone live who has trauma. The girl has issues. But they... They should have given that to Nail, but they probably don't even know who she is. They don't. Said her, <laughs> I swear. Well, at least Steve Lacey, like, come yeah, on. Lizzo, come on. The thing is, they weren't going to give Lizzo any of the pop mm-hmm. albums, or pop pop thingies. They have to give her other ones. Yes. Um, Lil Nas X won an album with Lil Grammy. Lil Nas X won Best Music Video and Best. I mean, pop. he he deserved to win that. Best pop duo. Um, Beyonce won Best Music Film for her coming. Michelle Obama won Best Spoken Word Album as her first one. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> That's about it. That's about it. Really. Was there not one more? They didn't give our boy, Burner, the Grammy. They gave it to some other person. I mean, she wasn't. she's not really some other person. I don't person. know who she is. And, 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 I don't know how to say her name. Ange. Who? Ange. Who is she? Where is she from? She's, I'm not sure. Um, people love her. Who? Whose people? She's a, she's a legend. Oh, okay. I don't know who she is. Angelique? Angelique. I've heard of her. I think she's from Senegal. I could be wrong. Keiju. Oh, yeah. I know her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. 
Y'all know her. Yeah, she's from she's from Benin. Benise. Hey, yeah, uh, they gave her the Grammy. Yeah. And she got to perform. But Burner Boy, you know Burner Boy samples anybody from her song. Really? Mm-hmm. No, she's blown. She shouts them out, Jane. Hey, yeah, uh, acceptance speech. I really did think he was gonna win, but you know, it's fine. He's he had the best year of his life. Although I saw someone tweet, I'm so happy Burner Boy didn't win this award. Because it would have got into his head. I just thought. Can y'all just please? Please. I really hope that in this period that Whiskey has been recognized as the Nigerian lion, he has humbled himself. I really, really want to hope, pray that he has humbled himself. And when I saw the meme, I just thought, this is whiskey. All I need is one love. Yes. That's right. Yep. That's right. And that's why I just thought Whiskey has been doing the same set. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. If you're singing Cairo in 2020, <laughs> stop. If you are singing Cairo <laughs> in 2020. You know, I think it's time we retire on you. Oh, the national anthem. Now, we got a new one. We got a new one. <laughs> Guys. I'm telling you, if I hear Caro again, God. I'm done. Anyway, you will catch me at a whiskey concert. I'm not trying to hear the set I heard four years ago. I just want I just want to believe that this inspired him to get in that studio, record and do something different. He's been going to, <laughs> to be honest, he released something like didn't he release something like end of last year? I don't know. He released something like I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. You have trampled my heart or something <laughs> like that. I don't know if that's there's one song is in my head. My head actually hurts, I can't laugh. No. I want to play this song so you can hear that this boy has not been humbled. Oh yeah, baby, blow, blow, blow me like I was on something, something. He gave us part one and part two. Jara, 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 Jara. I don't know what he's doing, <laughs> but I want to think under Star Boy is not his fault. Who's fault I don't know. Oh gosh. <laughs> Where is the speaker?
Oh gosh. Nigerian lion. Yeah. Anybody trying to hear this? Like, no one. Trying trying to this? this red album, I think there were like two songs I that people listened to. I genuinely, I didn't even, I was not even excited. I think there were two songs that people listened to on this album, and that's it. I don't know. It's just really quite tragic, to be honest. He just needs to get in. Hasin. Hasin. For goodness sake, like which could actually be better. Anyway, Nigerian Lion, he will humble himself. <laughs> I just want to bring out the Nigerian Lion. How can you call yourself the African? As an African giant tour. I said me if I was this kid, I'm not coming out. I said you must be mad. You must be mad. They knew me before they knew you. You must be very mad. And oh my god, the way whiskey always comes out, that's stupid. Oh my god. Didn't you do a concert in Nice this Christmas? Just concert. Every Christmas. It's the same set. To me, you people have been going to hear the exact same songs. Can't be listening to Karusha. <laughs> That's my <laughs> I can't. To be giving you all back to the master. Open and close. Gosh, it's really sad. It's really sad. Anyway, I was talking about Burner Boy. Burner. Burner. But don't worry, Burner Boy. Like, the best is yet to come. Shut up. Like, as we were saying. That guy is going to drop another album. Yeah, yeah. He is going to drop another album. And you probably will win the Grammy next time. Like, he's going to drop another album. All the songs that did not make it on African Giants. Because that's probably what Outside was. Um, African Giants was. African Giant was his response to Coachella. Yeah. So, like, there was an African. And you can't tell me he didn't make like 50. He, you can't tell me he didn't make like 50 songs. Yeah. All of the songs. Although that song on the. Um, that's so fella honestly speaking of queen and slim i need to watch that movie but it's not yeah for everyone what's this cinema that's been doing like pre-screenings they have this like yellow screen i've just been seeing people going and i'm like it's not fair because i want to watch parasites and I knew they did like a screening. Yeah. Um, but I want to watch Queen and Slime. Is it Slime or Slim? Slim. Okay. Queen and Slime. Uh, I'm trying to watch that soon at some point in time. First week in Feb. Yeah. Oh my god, guys, by the way, I have some great news for you. What is that? Oh, she got some great news for you. Ola looks like she's going to throw up. She's so scared because she doesn't know where my mouth runs. She actually doesn't know where it's going. I just want to say that your girl is not single, she's in a relationship. Uh. She's in a relationship, guys. So no no longer will you be hearing me talk about 
single one day because she ain't single one day no more i just want to say she has been <laughs> in a relationship <laughs> guys i hope you guys are really happy for me the thing is i have to announce it because like the person i'm in a relationship with cares and gets really irritated when I talk about like, you oh my god, I'm so flirty on the podcast, and he's just like, "Can you not can you do that?" And I can say this now because I told my parents. That was the only reason why I didn't want to say. So yeah, she's openly, you know, unavailable. Um, shout out to Oyelala, find the single flag for the pod. <laughs> single flag for the pod. Any relationship advice? You know who to turn to. <laughs> Also, yes. someone tried to move to me the other day. I was scared. <laughs> I Why said, scared? because I look like a hot mess. This guy was like, you're so beautiful. I was like, was he going to be there? No, of course not. In his car, he was like, you know, I could pick you up in this car. And he was African, obviously. Ghanaian, to be he precise. Yeah. And that guy that it's like you are actually invading I feel so and the thing is the thing i've learned is because i felt really uncomfortable after the whole encounter at first i thought it was like sweet oh that's really nice but i felt really uncomfortable because i felt so scared to like even say oh i'm in a relationship or like leave me alone or walk off because i was scared because i didn't know what he was going to do to me and i think that's the thing that guys don't realize like oh you think it's funny like oh i can just move to anyone but actually like things like that end sour have ended sour for some people in a really really bad way that is actually very traumatizing for some girls yeah that's and that's what i found myself doing i was just like oh like huh, thank you i just need to go i need to go i need to go yeah exactly you don't know who has their school exactly so like it's actually quite scary and it's not like if you there's a way to move there's, there's a time and place to be moving to people but not in the middle of the road when somebody's walking yeah. as in i was literally in the middle of the road like typing blah 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 thinking that oh this person needed directions you know stop in the middle of the road to stop me that's really like it's not cute it's not harmless it's actually very traumatizing for some people yeah, no, it's so like don't there's there's a time and place to move to people and that's in the middle of the road is not it cornering someone in the middle of a fish market is not it like no leave people alone that was scary. yeah that was scary because i i was like we're at the back of the shop so i went to the back of the shop to go and collect my fish yeah and he followed me and i was just kind of like there's nowhere for me to run here like in order for me to get out i need to go up yeah and I don't know what he can do. Like, he can just take me and punch me in the face. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I really don't know what's going to happen. You never want to like, aggravate the situation or escalate it. I was going along with it so that he would leave me alone. Exactly. But, like, it's not cute. Don't do that to people. Do not do that to people. Anyway, where were we? Um, oh, yeah, baby, blow, blow. What else has happened? Uh,. Um, I have a headache as soon as you said Harry and Meghan. You know Brexit's on Friday? Yeah. Like, how are we feeling about Friday Brexit? I don't remember. I think a lot of people don't care. I don't think I care either. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> I actually don't care enough about Brexit and people are going to listen to this and be like, oh, you don't care about your future. Genuinely, I have better things in my short-term plan to be caring about than about Brexit. Future, but the problem I'm having with Brexit is that it's been going on for like three years now. So I'm finding it very difficult to take kind of deep interest. Yeah. And you know, it could actually happen. Like, come, come Friday comes, that we can see if it happens. Yeah, true, true, true. Every day, you know Brexit is next week. Mm-hmm. Day, we know. Yeah, you know Brexit tomorrow. Yeah, we know. When it happens, it will happen. If it doesn't happen, whatever. We're still in this bloody limbo and still don't understand what the hell is going to happen. But, hey-ho, y'all voted the conservatives. Did you vote conservative? You never said I didn't vote. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Hello, what a stupid <laughs> bunch of people on this podcast. I didn't vote because I didn't feel like there was anyone I could give my vote to. I didn't vote because I was not bothered enough to go. That's fair. But I wasn't, <laughs> even though my ide- my ideologies tend to lean with labor, I just couldn't see Jeremy Corbyn as a good leader. Yeah. And I'm not going to give my vote to, um, what's his name, Bojo. Bodge, Bodge, Bodge. Speaking of Bojo, Bodge. Anyway, I shouldn't get distracted on this podcast. We have a structure. We have an order. What is next? Um, Bodge what? I was gonna say Bodge cut his hair, but that's really none of like this is. We shouldn't even be discussing these things right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, and I didn't feel like I could vote for the because honestly, I was gonna vote for the Liberal Democrats, but there was no way. Mm, mm-hmm. And you just waste. It would have been a waste. waste yeah. So rather than give anyone my vote, just yeah, it's better. The Conservatives were gonna win anyway, regardless. And people in London, y'all need to realize that you're not the only people. In the people in London are so delusional. Delusional. They, I think people in London think that. They make up the whole mm-hmm, United mm-hmm, Kingdom, mm-hmm. and they forget that mm-hmm, there is a whole mm-hmm, country mm-hmm, mm-hmm. outside of London. Yeah, very much so. And it's very funny. Okay, yes, London is culturally diverse, and yeah, we have so representative of the UK. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. And you, do you know you've got bloody Wales on the side. You you've got Scotland. Exactly. You've got all. You've got the northerners. Do you oh, understand the northerners? Right. And like, here we are. Um, do you know that the north of England is a very strange environment? No, 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 no. You didn't go to uni. I got educated about this the other day. Apparently, Manchester ain't even north, north like that. It's when it you is. start to enter like Teesside and is Yorkshire. But and they're like, up there. yeah. That place is wild. Yeah, I used to think Birmingham was up north. <laughs> so anything above Stratford upon Avon, yeah, no, that's north. Until someone showed me the map of England, they were like, Birmingham's really right there. Like, like you're not even like up north. You're really on the same level as Cambridge. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> I'm one of those Londoners that don't realize but anything exists outside of London. If I went to uni in London, I'd probably think it's Yeah. Because when I went to uni in Manchester, right, <laughs> this is going to sound so ignorant. And I'm really sorry. This girl said that she came from Bradford. Yeah. And I was like, 
What's that? Girl, she said she's never been to London before. And I was just shook because I thought everyone lived in London. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, genuinely. She was like, when we're coming to when we're coming to UK, is it not we're going to London? As per London encompassed the whole of the UK to Nigerians. Are you in London? No, I'm not in London. Are you going to London? Yo, do you know what do you know but do you know what I also realized? Oh. A lot of people would come to London for come to the United Kingdom for summer. But then go and stay in Manchester. Mm-hmm. But then they would say they're in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Everybody on that one. On that one. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Nah, I can't. Bradford is also a different space. I had a friend that lived in um, Shrewsbury. No, Shrewsbury down south. Yeah, Shrewsbury because it was close to me. Shropshire. It was um. See, I'm looking at a map. Shropshire. I think it was like. Is it Shropshire? Don't even let me see. She wanted me to come for Eh? her birthday. Eh? No way. Uh, do they? Do they? It was close to Manchester. I'm really hmm. sorry, guys. This is the ghetto. We shouldn't be doing this. Look how this place is. I know one guy. You know, I know somebody that went to school here. <laughs> I said I know somebody that's from here. <laughs> he said that, like, up, up, like in Middlesbrough, you can't understand what we're saying sometimes. And I'm just like, oh yeah. my god. Like, let me tell you, northern country. Like, you know, from. Like from here, it just starts to look a bit dead. Like, look at that. That this is a mess. <laughs> Over all of this area is a hot mess. And when you go there, you just feel like, wow. So people in London need to chill because London really be like a seventh of the total population. I'm trying to find what that place is called though. What? Because I think it was called like Blackburn, Preston. Oh God, guys. No. I think Manchester is like. The, the the peak of yeah, how far up north that live, like, around, yeah yeah like, where's liverpool though Alexander. is liverpool and liverpool isn't too far liverpool, liverpool and newcastle blackpool see manchester is as far as one would go then you now go to scotland like yeah, anybody trying to be around a northern country like let me tell you they, they go to greg's for fun that's that's as in they have more Greggs in the northern region than all of London. Like it's a different space. I, I visited um Huddersfield. <laughs> I don't even know where that is. So it's I. I feel like that's down south. Huddersfield is like multi From Manchester. Whoops. Whoops. I think South is not too bad. Like, you get your Eastbourne, Southampton, Portsmouth. Like, they're not so bad. You know, like, the the culture isn't as jarring as up north. Like, guys, I'm actually shaking telling you this because you go there and think you're in a different country. Legit. Yeah. But, like, I can't imagine, like, no. Gosh. I thought that was a bank. Amazing the army. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then don't even get me started on Wales. They speak a different language, you guys. 
Like you go to Wales and see like you're just like, oh my god. Ghetto the ghetto Oh my gosh. They speak a different language, you guys. All in this one UK. Oh man. I still get shook when I go to places and they don't have Uber. Yeah, I don't think there's Uber in Reading. There isn't Uber in Eastbourne. No, there has to be an Uber in Reading. I don't think there is. No, there has to be. I don't think Reading is. I think funny. I don't think it sounds like Reading is more than me. I don't think there is. I really don't think there is. Eastbourne. There is no Uber. Eastbourne. That's where I understand the perfect smoking. Yeah, it is. You're so right, actually. You're so right. Um, where is the wildest? <laughs> just like, just like, because I was there this weekend, so I was like, oh my god, you're so like, right, you're, so right. you're so right. Where's the wildest place in the UK that you guys have been to? Because I need to, I need to hear these stories. I think that would be quite interesting. Like, what's the like ghetto, ghettoest place in the UK that you've ever been to that isn't like East London? Yeah. I think mine was Wales. Like genuinely, I thought I was in the ghetto. <laughs> so people are come I don't care. <laughs> I don't leave London anyway. So when I was in um, boarding school, yeah, I think the hospital that I went to because I dislocated my knee mm. um, was in Maidstone. I think. No, oh, Henry. that's those are those are decent areas. Um, there's a place in Reading there that's really dodgy. It's called Bracknell. You never want to catch yourself in Bracknell. I'm telling you, don't go there. They used to take us to the ice skating rink there. And when I say C-H-A-V, can I get a C-H-A-V? Outside of London, it was bad. Guys, this conversation is like so disrespectful, but genuinely, I'm not British. I'm actually black. <laughs> Guys, guys, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you when I go off on my rants, I need to be stopped. I don't know where that came from. I swear. <laughs> Not <I'm> black. <laughs> what? You know it trumps. Like you're allowed to. Oh man. No. Mm -mm. But what I realize is that people who are who are from London are so snobby, and like, even wherever in London, because when you leave London, you never stop talking about London. You're like, oh my gosh, in London, like we have this. Do you guys have this here? Oh, you guys don't have the the the, the portable charges in the restaurants. We have that in London, and it's so weird. I went to um, when I was in school. This guy came up to me and said, "Do you have a white man that's in Nigeria?" <laughs> Wagamamas of all the restaurants. A Wagamamas. I swear. Wagamamas. 
You know, I've never been to Vapiano's before. I really want to go just for the like. So I can choose my pasta, but apparently it's trash. Really? A lot of people say it's really bad because it's convenient. But I'm like, where is the Vapiano's of convenience? Because it ain't around me. <laughs> like genuinely, it's not around me. <laughs> because I'm just like, where is it? I've never, seen I've never stumbled into a Vapiano's. I don't know where the Vapiano's is in this UK. I don't know. I remember I was on a mission to find this Vapiano's. Like, I'm going to Vapiano's. I'm going to Vapiano's. Hey my gosh. We've gone off on a tangent. On one. But I just remembered that in my first year of A-levels, they made us do a presentation in yeah. Nigerian Independence Day. Oh, gosh. And they made us do a presentation. At least they remembered. Day, right? But I think they went up to us. Okay. Actually, yeah. It was more of like a, can we do this? You, we will do this. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> this girl, yeah. who is no longer my friend, thought it would be a good idea to go around asking the white people what do you know about Nigeria? Because she knew, like, we wanted the assembly to be funny. Yeah. Like, when I think back, the video was just so stupid. Because, like, you'd ask them, like, okay, so what do you know about Nigeria? And this girl, I don't want to say her name. I just say her first name. Yeah. Korea. She said, is it in Asia? <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I don't know if she's being, with her chest. I don't know if she's like intentionally being funny, yeah, being funny, yeah, or if she genuinely believes that it's in Asia. Wow. One person said, "I believe that, like, we asked, what do you believe? What do you know about Nigeria? Oh, this is why I wish that I still had my my own yeah. um, hard drive." Yeah. She goes, um, um, that I believe we all live in huts. That's <laughs> all. I swear. I swear. I swear. Just riddle me that. Help me understand how. Literally, make it make sense. Really, you all live in huts. I feel like they should teach colonialism to whites. (laughs) They will not stay in the class. They actually need to. Oh my god! Imagine the tears. Like, ah. I can't believe my ancestors did all of this. I just want to strip my Britishness away from me. You know why people love to play the victim? Like, they love to play the victim. Oh my god. I feel your pain. It's like being. Yeah, like, it's not news. And when I said I didn't like the movie, she's like, no. Oh my gosh. Like, what did I tell you? I can count my white friends on one finger. I can't. I don't have any. One, two, three. They're the only ones I can tolerate in this life. I don't have any. Do white colleagues count? <laughs> <laughs> the ones that he talks every day. Now they don't count. Okay. On don't one finger. Not because I don't. It's just that when I went to uni, I made friends with a few white people. Mm. You know? But then I find that I can't really be myself. Mm mm. And like, and there's only ones I can be myself around that I want to genuinely be around. Yeah, so when I can't truly be myself, yeah, I just find it difficult being around you. Yeah, like, I can't keep this, you know, charade. Yeah, let's not pretend. 
like yeah white tears gosh white tears but anyway i don't count european people as like the british white like i find europeans are are way more down to earth yeah they're like what eurasians europeans slash who yeah, it's Eurasians. Mm. European Caucasians. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I rate those guys, especially Portuguese, Italians. Those guys have mind. French French sense. people on their own. French people. The thing is, French people are racist with their chest. <laughs> like they don't mess with anybody. Yeah. That's the thing, and I, I I I welcome that. Do you know? Not all this British British energy. <sighs> anyway, we were meant to talk about Meghan Markle and Harry. But clearly, you can tell that we just don't care enough. The issue that I really had with it was more the racism. Yeah. The overt and the indirect. Yeah. Just Piers Morgan, such an asshole. Yeah. And um, Eamon Holmes, whatever your name is. Don't know who that is. Um, What show? He's on This Morning, but I think on The Oh, Oh, that guy. Yes. Yes. Um, And a racist. Oh, what did Philip say? just like show their prejudice yeah like i i hate and this is one thing black people stop going on good morning britain yeah oh my god that woman you know do you know the woman's talking about yeah 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 no because all they're gonna do is tell you but i'm not racist everyone's calling you a racist guys she was all over my linkedin like let's stop yeah let's stop because these people do not want to be educated. They no. want to make mockery out of Yeah, them. yeah. And they know the the kind of people that watches their show. Yeah. So those kind of people are the kind of people that will hear what you have to say and then be attacking you on Twitter. So let's Katie Hopkins. Let's stop. Those are the kind of people who watch you know, those shows. Let's stop. You can't educate someone that doesn't want to be educated. Yes. And these people clearly do not want to learn. Yeah. So please, can we stop going on there to make a mockery of ourselves? Agreed. Because I'm tired. I'm tired of going there and seeing all these people go one after the other with, with valid points, and all you see is Piers Morgan shutting them down, or Philip Schofield being like, being like yeah, but I haven't seen anywhere where the, the media has been racist to Meghan Markle. Oh, God. Really? Really? On television. Really? There was literally a show, one of these, like, morning daytime shows, where they brought in a royal or whatever she was like a specialist in all things royal outfits who literally handpicked everything that was bad about what, what Meghan Markle was wearing yeah. and what she decided to wear yeah. because she was wearing something strapless oh the royals that do this Kate would never have done that Whoa. So it's just like, you know, seeing this... and then the hot takes. No, it's because it's because it's because Philip Philip is immune to these things. Schofield. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he sees it, he doesn't get it. Yeah. He's just like, oh okay, maybe that's that's rude. Or oh yeah, fair points. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true about the royal we, family. We doing, yeah. You are immune to the whole thing because you are colorblind. That's all it is. I'm sick of it. Um to Megan's dad, you're actually a piece of shit. Um I'm 
a father is supposed to protect you. Is that what you got? That's not a father. No, he's not a father. Yeah. He's a sperm donor. Yeah. He literally. Yeah. All he did was fertilize her. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Because this man is going on TV, is doing interviews with members of the press who who he knows do not have his daughter's best interest. No. And he's saying all sorts of buffoonery. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. That's it. I don't. don't Big facts. Big facts. I'm happy she's. I'm happy they decided to do that. Yeah. That's all it is. The hot takes from Nigerians. <laughs> Why would you disown your family? Why would Megan make Harry disown his family? Do you know Nigerians? No matter, no matter oh my family, god! Do you know Nigerians freaking love the royal family? They love Why? the royal family. I don't know. What have they done for you? I don't know because they, there's something they have an attachment to the queen. Why? I don't know. What has Lizzie done for you? I have no idea. Like, I personally don't... They love the royal family. Oh, oh, Charles. Oh, Philip. Oh, my God. Diana. Oh, oh, Nigeria. You would think Diana gave birth to the country. (laughs) Diana. Oh, what Diana? (laughs) Lest we forget. (laughs) Lest we forget. These are the same people that came to destroy your countries. Never forget. That's the tea is hot. But y'all want to come and do kiki and oh, I'm gonna go for scones and tea like the queen. <sighs> Freaking Nigerians, man. Honestly, I'm just like, do you guys have amnesia? <laughs> like, I don't want to say because oh no, that's what I'm not gonna say. No, like, 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 like uh, no. When I say Nigerians, I don't care. Nigerians post the age of like, cause like I think my mom's even like obsessed with the royal family. So I'm saying I'm gonna say like Nigerians, forty five upwards, care so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know. We all know. It's okay because you know genuinely, and this is the honest truth. They believe that things were actually better mm. when the brits were around my grandma actually openly used to say those things she's like nigeria was amazing when when um the queen and everything were, they were ruling over us it was amazing it was when, after when they left it's when they entered civil war and everything so oh my god so i'm not on how i was meant to be in that house last day i'm truly sorry yeah but it is kind of about nigeria and you know my representation and all of that i started having a conversation with the woman who was doing her hair before me and she was asking me, like, are you Nigerian? And, like, um, did I ever live there? Yeah. And she'd never lived there. She's Nigerian, but she'd never lived there. Yeah. Obviously, I, I lived there. in Nigeria for, like, seven years. Yeah. Um, and I feel like I lived in Nigeria during the very, like, important times mm. of life, like, as a teenager. Mm-hmm. I did my entire secondary school mm-hmm. And um, growing up, I never once felt like, um, black wasn't beautiful mm. because I was surrounded. I was constantly surrounded by black mm-hmm, people. Who mm-hmm, beautiful. Mm-hmm. I never once felt like you know I can't wear my braids because it's not nice. I never once felt like you know uh, my bum is too big mm. because in Nigeria having a big bum is celebrated. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it was a bit my hair. I think my hair was a bit is a bit of a touchy issue considering like I remember I would relax my hair. Mm. And um, my hair is natural now. Mm. But I relaxed my hair and people would be like, oh my God, your hair is 
so why can't you wise people and that always used to bother me because i used to think why do you have to add mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. like i would only relax my hair because anyone who knows me knows how full and thick my mm-hmm. hair is and boy when it got time to get yeah. hair, you know but like and so she was like when she was growing up she grew up in london where you know her blackness was never celebrated mm. and i was just like and she was like it's so interesting to hear like that point of view and i guess i'd never really thought about it that way before yeah. until i was saying it to her where i was like it wasn't until i came back because even though i was born here and i lived here till i was about yeah. 10 i was too young to really understand mm-hmm. everything so it was when i moved to nigeria and i guess I, growing up there mm-hmm. was when my most important times of my life like, like i've already said were like formed yeah when i came back here and people were like making fun of people with big butts. I didn't understand it. Yeah. Because I was like, but having a big butt is not mm-hmm. confused. Mm-hmm. When they were like, oh, you can't have big lips. But do you know how many people in Nigeria have big mm-hmm. lips? Didn't understand it. And they were like, yeah, you got, your braids are not nice. And I was like, but they are. Exactly. They're so amazing. I, I like. Yeah. I couldn't fathom why they didn't think it was not nice. Because mm. where I'm coming from. You know, it's always been celebrated. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's good to kind of have that mm-hmm. and carry that with me and have a strong sense of self. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people who don't have that. A lot of people, especially people who like grew up here. Yeah. Because it was it's bad. Like I speak to my cousin about it all the time, and she's just like, "You don't understand how deep. Like it was not cool to be African yeah. at all. Like it was something that." People will constantly pick up. People will constantly ridicule you for constantly. Imagine being in primary school, being in nursery, and you're being like, "Oh my god, like Nigerian, <laughs> like all oh, your food smells." <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's just so crazy to think that. I just, to be honest, like my experience is different because I left Nigeria when I was like seven, mm-hmm. so I did do my formative years here. Yeah in a very white environment yeah. but i think it like the way my character is like i didn't really care mm-hmm. like i didn't really care about the white girls around me i didn't think they were fine still don't <laughs> yeah. like i didn't think they were fine yeah. like i was just like you should see all of them like i i mean obviously I, when i was like from 12 to 14 what actually got to me the most was the way like they take us to these socials to like mingle with the boys and uh, the boys were all like never interested in black girls i probably had too much boobs for them i was way too big for them i was like uh uh-uh. i was actually not your spec or anything they're looking for small cute looking blonde haired girls and so but but the thing is like it's so crazy to think that at such a young age i was so aware of that yeah i just stopped going yeah hell no ask my friends like, oh let's go to yeah. eh? me you will never catch me at a social See, ever in my life ever I was like thirteen, and I stopped age, going. I wouldn't have been. I, 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 not, I wouldn't have been. I wasn't aware of anything like that yeah. because in Nigeria, yeah, when I was younger, I was bigger. But like, it really wasn't an issue. It, it really started to become an issue as I got older. Yeah. And then people's comments started to affect yeah. me. Because when I was younger, I really didn't care what anyone yeah. said about me because I was like, okay, and, and? <laughs> like. Genuinely. So older was when people's comments started to affect me because I guess I started like obviously yeah around, like, yeah seeing people and all that kind of stuff yeah but like I was not aware of anything no I I I was acutely aware of like 
why would they treat a white person differently yeah. when like a white person comes to the country and you see the way that they treat them so differently but then because you've never seen them yeah they don't see I, them. I just realized that if i give them 500 naira they treat me they exactly bro sad that's true it's true I think for me, I was just kind of like, the only thing, it was just, it's just being, it's different. It's weird being in an environment where like, nobody looks like you yeah. and nobody literally has your stature, like nobody. Yeah. And you're just there and you feel like you're a sore thumb that sticks, sticks out. Yeah. And you're just like, what the hell is going on? But like, I stay grounded in the fact that like, every time I'd go back home or like go back to Nigeria or be around my cousins, like I just was so normal. Yeah. And I knew, and I was like, I was so rest, I was so reassured in the fact that like, nah, I'm not different. Yeah. Like, I can go back to Nigeria. Yeah. I used to think, I used to, <laughs> might be really lame of me, but I used to be like, if I went to school in Nigeria, I'd have, I, I would have had five boyfriends by now. <laughs> that, I'm not even joking. I used to tell people that. I was like, if I went to school in Nigeria, I'd have had five boyfriends by now. Like, I don't, I actually don't know all this stuff. Because I was in school, I didn't, I, there was not a single guy I ever spoke to. Do you get what I mean? Like, I was always the one that was just like, never had anyone. But I knew the reason. I was and and when people ask me, oh, why do you only date Nigerian boys? You don't need to understand the reason. You actually oh, don't. Why are you, why, why are you, that? you don't need to understand why I only want to date black people. You don't. That's none of your business. So that's my thing. And I think it was so amazing to like have that. And I think it really built me up as a person. That to this point, I like. I don't white boys. Let them. I know they don't check for me. I don't care. And the ones that do check for me, I know that there's something going, there's something that's wrong. Exactly. So. Probably. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh my gosh. You know, Americans are, are dumb. Yeah. Very dumb. Exactly. I'm crying. Like, I'm actually crying. The more I think about that story, the funnier it gets. One day I woke up at like 6 a.m. This boy had sent me the longest message ever about how he can't wait for us to be together. <laughs> he wants me to come to LA so we can be together. My chocolate like, mama. Yo! My chocolate mama. Oh, guy. Please delete my number. Yeah, no. When he lost his job, huh? he was like, he's going to come to London. Like, huh? Maybe you will not do that. Maybe you'll be blocked. Because That's really creepy. Because I just love you so much. This is someone I met, I met once. One time. One time. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess. So, so washed. No. So. This is one of the nastiest things. But I think the story is different if you went to like a different kind of school. Do you get like, I was in an all-girls school, so. You can be more empowered in that kind of environment. If you went to a mixed school, if you were a day school, like the story may be so much more different. Yeah, really. So yeah, that's just me. That's just us. What does she do? <laughs> She's a socialite. Cause all on Instagram she's a public public figure. Cause that's exactly what she is. She's Steve Harvey's daughter. But she went to college. Did you take her there? How do you know? I swear she went to college. College is university, right? Yeah. You can't go to university. There was one video of her mom, like, oh, Majori, whatever her name is, telling her about, like, college. Everything she wants. Okay. That girl. Because I look at her and I'm like... Old, she was engaged to be married. See, yeah. Wow. To who? Her? To Memphis. 
Don't know who that is. So we know his name. I'm probably saying it wrong. He's like a French footballer. Oh, Depay. Yeah. I can't stand someone like Lori Harvey. <laughs> and when I see people, oh my God, Lori. I'm I like, really pretty. I, I feel like there needs to be more substance to you. But the thing is, for know, me to stand you. We know nothing. We actually don't know anything about this babe. Like, do you know when someone someone on the JBP said they've never heard her speak? And I said, Wow. I actually only heard her speak once. I've been following Lori from before she even had a hundred K followers. Why? I don't know because she's fine. The The Harvey family, yeah. And then like I used to watch him religiously. Mm. So then I kind of got obsessed with like his whole family. Yeah. And then I saw Lori. I was like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. And she was a bit bigger then. Yeah. Like, the gums. Um, she's so pretty. And I followed her. I followed her mom. Yeah. I like them. And her mom just used to do all this. Fa- I don't know what her mom Yeah. Was. She did all these fashion things. I used to be like, oh my god, this is just like so cute. I just thought they were cute. How old was she at that time? I think I was like 18 years. or something. She's your age. A year younger than you. Yeah. She's probably like 18. You're like, this is just adorable. Yeah, it's cute. Like, I just thought it was cute vibes. And, you know, Steve Harvey always had them on. Yeah. The show. And then all of a sudden, this baby lost all the weight. Bam. And then she just became... Public I figure love, icon. I think when we... She did say three songs, right? Yeah. She said P. Diddy. That is unconfirmed. And she said his son. That, that is one that's unconfirmed. Okay, which one is unconfirmed? Did she did no the one, son or did she did Diddy? No one confirmed the Diddy thing, but we also saw a picture of them on holiday when she was like rubbing his ear, and it was like you don't rub your uncle's ear, so like. Yeah. I can't imagine that. What was that? What was my? But the hair days in his something is also. She also so she was married, engaged. Then she did a Trey song. Then she did who else? Diddy. Diddy. Then she did who else? Okay, so this is her there fourth. There was literally no time for her to have dated Diddy song, by the way. Okay, this is just her fourth. Yeah. Because she was with Memphis. How do we know she was not dating Diddy's son and then was just rubbing Diddy's ear? <laughs> I don't know. Ayondi, can I ask you a question? If you went on holiday with like, you know, your daddy and like a little son, would you sit right next to him? You know, and be rubbing his ears. No, that's dirty. <laughs> yeah, but Diddy and, and Steve are not brothers. That's not the point. The point is that as your uncle... <laughs> The man is really like, is your daddy's age, yeah. As, as in my glory, Diddy is your daddy's age, so and I'm saying if that's what yeah. you is huh? for you, do you? As in, but you don't just rub your uncle's ear. They said Future is one of our youngest. That's not true. I said that people are so nasty. Memphis was young. Okay. I think was like but honestly, like, I can't... Because from when I started following her, mm. she was dating that Memphis guy. She mm. was, like, 18. Okay. And See, then I finished. just can't... She's pretty. I will 100% give her that. Mm. I can't stand her. <laughs> I cannot stand her because she, she does not do anything. In my, in my... From social media, from what I see... She does not do anything. See, I can stand people like Ryan Destiny, you know, everyone else in the squad that, like, actually has jobs. Have jobs. You know, Ryan's trying to do her music career. Laurie will probably... Didn't Laurie... Wasn't she trying to do hair? Wasn't Laurie trying to do hair? Or beauty? She's just jobless. What group? 
that was a Simmons was managing and they had this song that I really liked. Ah, it's called Love Dollhouse. Let's see five years ago. Let me see. They went on the breakfast club. Can I? I feel like I've seen this before. And I remember, I was like, this, this, this baby is so pretty. Huh? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> well, she is solo. No, it's a group. With the two girls behind. Yeah. It's a group. Wow. Wow. I haven't seen them show the other girls. Are you sure they were in the group? Yes, no. The group was called Love Dollhouse. But she was the main singer. Okay. She's actually was, she stood out completely. Yeah. I just remember because they were on the breakfast club and like, uh, what's his name was um, managing them, Russell Simmons. And they um, would get up, obviously. So that's where I knew Ryan Destiny for. So when I now saw her on Star, I was like, somewhere. And I couldn't remember when it bugged me for a year. She's gorgeous, she gorgeous. on a different level. Yeah, but yeah, Sha Lori doing her Jamaica trip, you know, because that was cute. I didn't even know they were all friends. I was surprised Justine wasn't there. Oh, is Justine friends with them? Yeah. Maybe she was busy. Another person, but at least Justine, like, no, no, Justine was doing her makeup line with the lip bar. Okay, so this is her squad now. Who, Justine? Yeah, no, her squad is still Haley and those twins and the white people. Okay, but like, she's friends with them, mm. you know. I didn't even know. So, no, morning, this is her squad, her black squad, celebrity friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, oh, hi guys, yeah. we're cute and we're black. Yeah. I think I'll stand her when she gets a job, Sha. When she does something with her life. I don't think she's going to. Public figure, my ass. She's a socialite. Yeah. So she'll probably do like a. Like she follow future everywhere. She'll probably do a line with Fashion Nova mm. or like Pretty Little Things. Yeah. And then maybe make her own line of. Like, what, what does Jordan do? Make her own line of picnic buns. Anyway, she'll probably yeah. start a YouTube channel, take one some. Oh, God, so and true. Like, how I do my everyday makeup. So true. And then she'll probably get a podcast. Mm. Talk with her friends. And then, I don't know. Being Lori Harvey, who doesn't do anything. Have you seen her friends? I just want to know what she, like, what do you do with your days? Um, I just want her to lock her room. She should. Future is very fertile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It has like what eight children, seven days. I don't understand the appeal to people who have so many children, but I think she also thinks that she also knows that it's not serious. Do you know what I mean? It's okay if it's not serious. Yeah, I don't think she Make knows. Make sure that you're lock. You know, she's she probably already got her shots. She needs like the She's probably already been taking the pills. She ain't trying to have that baby. And next thing you know, she turn around and marry a white guy. That's what happens to all of them. I'm telling you. That's not gonna happen. It's a wise guy that they come and sit down with. Do you know what she should do to shock us all? Because this what? will make me happy so we can have some drama. She should still keep powers from Ryan Destiny. Huh? 
Do you think Keith finna leave that girl for Lori? Lori that everyone wants on their wish list. The one day we're gonna discuss how Keith is not a good actor. We discussed that. We know <laughs> he's no good. I don't know if he can improve. I want to watch Just Mercy, but you told me that he's not a good actor in that. And it's Michael B. Jordan that's in Just Mercy. Yeah, you told me Michael B. Jordan was not good in that. Never. Someone did, and I think it was you. I said Michael B. Jordan is not a great actor. Yes, you've started putting seeds in my head, and I was he's like, I don't want to watch it. But he's not, but Just Mercy is a good movie. Just Mercy is a really good movie. And honestly, yeah. after I watched it, I might have to go back and I was looking at all the white people like, can I hear you all? I don't... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> Society! Yeah. I just finished watching it and... This is not the time. Can I get into the hell? Okay. Um, I think we're done. I think we're done, guys. I think we're actually done. I don't really have any music. No, I don't think I have. Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Can I get it to the next? Um, I don't have any music. Oh, I do like that Harry Styles song. Didn't listen to it. Adore You. I like it because they play it on the radio all the time. Um, really he released a new song called Eleven. That's quite nice. Um, Division has a song called Muse. That's quite nice. Mm. Um, Elena Baraz, my babe, she released a new single called Trust. Her album so That's Quibi. nice. Um, Junae Aiko, she gave us Pussy Fairy. That's, that's nice. nice. Um, Kiana Lede, she released Mad at Me. That's, that's nice. nice. Um, Dreamville, you know, they released Revenge of the Dreamers. That's also quite and nice. I quite like the Still Up song and Boss It. Those are the only two. Oh, you get to me, running, yeah. think of me. Oh, don't think of me. That's about it for me in terms of music. I don't have, I ain't got shit. I ain't got shit for y'all. That's it for But me. I be listening to Revenge of the Dreamers Part 3, and that stuff is, like, so good. But you know what I'm going to leave you guys with? I'm going to leave you guys with a sermon that you should listen to um, because it's really good. And you should listen to it as well if you have the time. If you got the time. Um, it's from Elevation Church, Elevation with Stephen Furtick, who is like the coolest pastor in the world. Um, of, mm, girl, girl, the T.D. Jakes one, crushing. God turns pressure into power with, let me tell you that Bishop T.D. Jakes will grab you, dunk you in that holy water and then put you back. That guy is phenomenal get your life i sent it to i literally sent it to all my friends today i was like i was like nah i was listening to kingdom clouds yesterday <laughs> i want to listen to that one actually <laughs> i was listening to kingdom cloud yesterday and the day before that i was listening to um i realized i'm a sermon addict uh, oh, I love this. I i'm a sermon there. addict like it's crack for me it's not good to be like that but like I just love a good sermon. But I always feel like every sermon that I listen to, maybe it's God that's directing me. <laughs> it's always so timely. Yeah. Like that one was so timely. So timely. This one is amazing. I listen to, um, oh, I can't remember the name. I'm really irritated that I can't remember the name. Can I get out of that? Um, oh, I'm exhausted. Mm. Um, 
Yeah. And the one thing, the crushing, the one line, because you gotta keep your notes. Um, I realize I'm a sermon addict and I don't make notes, so I started to make notes so that it's not just a sermon. Yeah. But the one line that I want to leave you guys with today is that the reward you get for overcoming your challenge is your next challenge. And keep that in mind when you think, oh, I'm done. Now, nah, sweetie, the next one's coming up. So, it's big facts, <laughs> big facts. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate um, we'll see you guys in the near future. We'll probably see you guys next week. To be honest, I got a deadline on Monday, so we'll try and see you guys next week. If we don't see them next week, I, we won't see them. Till. Okay, yeah, you we won't see them next week because you'll. We will see them next week. Mm. Oh yikes! Yeah, so you said we will see you guys next week. We'll see you um, guys next week. Um, I Amanda just kind of got confused. I got really confused with the dates. Um, I kind of want to leave you guys with a song. Feel um, free to do it. Oh, I don't know who to leave you with. Can I get into the night? I've been feeling a lot, you know, recently. Mm. Um, and today has kind of made me kind of sad. I've listened to a lot of um, gospel. Gospel. I get so weak. Okay, I'm going to leave you with the Walls group. My absolute faves. Absolute faves. Um, if you play the Walls group, I'm going to sing. And this is And You Don't Stop. Mm.